Uh, good morning, everybody, to this Wednesday, December 28th. Uh, thank you for joining today's TR90 Weight Management Call. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. Christmas, We certainly did. My name is Frank Lomas. I'm your host today, and I'm joining you from my home here in Lompoc, California, which is 54 miles north of Santa Barbara on California's beautiful central coast. And um, uh, Oh, just saw something distracting. My internet connection went weird. Uh, California's beautiful central coast, and Hey, sorry, not sorry. On Christmas Day, it was 70 degrees, and we went to the beach, and I had shorts on. So sorry, you guys out there where it's uh, sleet and snow somewhere. <laughs> Got to rub it in a little bit. My business background before Newskin was a workaholic, mortgage broker, and small business owner. And I now enjoy what I call my carpet commute, walking from one bedroom to the other to grow my business. I competed in one in both bodybuilding and weightlifting in my youth, and I still stay active with calisthenics, walking, hiking, bike riding, and high-intensity weight training. Today, these calls occur at 6.40 to 6.55 a.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to listen in live, in case you're on the recording now, you can call in at that time at, on 712-775-8972. Wait for the prompt and then enter 910-022. Our panel does these calls to support your efforts with the Age Lot TR90 program based on three program components clinically shown to help you look leaner and healthier in 90 days. The primary components are products, eating, and exercise. So check in with your personal New Skin representative or New Skin product support for more details on the program. And, of course, check in each in here each weekday to help you stay connected. You can find an archive of the calls on SoundCloud.com or your favorite podcast app by searching for either TR90 or my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or Solutions for Anti-Aging, the number four, Solutions for Anti-Aging. Today's topic uh, is a little is, is about food, so this is be the eating portion of it. And this is just we're almost met, almost at the brand new brand new year here. This one's uh, article is try these New Year Eve food traditions to make 2023 your luckiest year yet. And so, and this was published in Eat This, Not That, uh, on December 26th, so just a couple days ago. So let's get rolling here. And who was it? By Samantha Bosch. B-O-E-S-C-H, in case you want to find the article for yourself. Try these New Year Eve food traditions to make your 2023 your luckiest year yet. Feeling superstitious? Superstitious? Try some of these New Year Eve traditions to bring in luck and prosperity this year. This New Year, the New Year is approaching, which means it's time for last-minute shopping, planning meals, and to make your holiday, holiday dinner, deciding which champagne you want to drink on New Year's Eve, and setting some intentions for the, new, for the year ahead. Regardless of the kind of year you've had, whether it's been a breeze or one full of trials, you deserve some good luck and prosperity in the new year. In fact, it's this desire for, for luck and good fortune at the turn of the year that has been the inspiration behind so many New Year's food traditions. Have you heard of black-eyed peas and collard greens for good luck? Like I'd be drummed out of the family if I said, said I didn't because that was a tradition <laughs> with my mom for absolutely certain. What about a bowl of lentils or pork chops? There are many different New Year's traditions that have been passed down between generations and across cultures, all promoting good luck and fortune in the coming year. So let's see if you recognize any of these and don't hesitate to try a few this year so that 2023 can be your luckiest year yet. First, the one I'm familiar with, black-eyed, black-eyed peas and collard greens. I can remember my mom made them religiously 
at New Year's, <laughs> and I'm not super sure, but she sure was, eating black-eyed peas with collard greens is one of the most classy and traditional New Year Eve superstitions in the southern United States. According to Southern Living, this meal is also known as Hoppin' John, Cowboy Caviar, or Peas with Ham. And I didn't remember hearing any of those, uh, those nicknames for it at all. Black-eyed peas were first brought to the U.S. during the slave trade and eaten by African slaves in the southern U.S., according to the New York Times. On the other hand, collard greens are said to have roots in Northern Europe. The greens are meant to bring in financial prosperity in the year ahead, while the peas promote abundance and good health in the new year. Number two, eat the other white meat. <laughs> I do that in myself. Eat pork, not chicken. <laughs> Fans of pork chops, pulled pork sandwiches, and pork sausage will rejoice when they learn that this delicious meat is said to bring luck in the new year. According to today, this has to do with the way pigs behave. Pigs often will bury their snout in the dirt and push forward. So eating pork is said to symbolize the movement forward and onward into a successful year. On the contrary, chickens are known to scratch backwards, which some take as a symbol of staying stuck and moving backward in your life. If you're feeling superstitious this year, maybe skip the poultry and go for the pork. Number three, enjoy soba noodles. According to the Japan Times, eating soba noodles or toshikoshi, toshikoshi on New Year's Eve is, com is a common Japanese tradition to bring good luck, fortune, happiness, and wealth into the year ahead. This is especially fitting since toshikoshi loosely translates to to jump or to move forward from the year behind to the year ahead. A delicious meal and good luck. What more could you ask for? Number four, restock your pantry. Another tradition that stems from the American South is starting the new year with New Year off with a stocked pantry and refrigerator in order to bring in abundance into the next year. According to Southern Living, this superstition most likely stems from the fact that the South has always been home to farming and agriculture. On a practical level, it also feels good going into the new year with fresh food items on hand. Number five, dine on lentils. Eating lentils during the New Year holiday is said to, is said to try this again, eating lentils during the New Year holiday is said to bring wealth and potential prosperity. According to the History Channel, why, you may ask? Because lentils are round and shaped like a coin. You can prepare your lentils any way you like because either way you'll be dining on metaphorical bowl of money. <laughs> the History Channel also mentions that lentils are classically enjoyed with pork or sausage, which is said to be good luck in the New Year as well. Number six, <laughs> okay, don't take out the garbage. I'm not sure what that was. About. The tradition, this, this tradition may lead to a stinky kitchen. <laughs> Wonderful. So it's up to you whether you follow it or not. A common superstition around New Year's Eve is not to take anything outside between midnight on New Year's Eve and January 2nd in order to avoid possibly throwing out your good luck charms and positive vibes. Let's just hope your good luck charms don't come with a strong odor. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Number seven. Eat 12 grapes at midnight. This tradition has its origins in Spain. 
but many people in the United States practice it as well. According to Spanish tradition, if you eat 12 green grapes when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, then it will bring you luck in the year ahead. It's likely this tradition started with magic bourgeois, well, something, I can't pronounce the word, <laughs> and was then adopted by people in the lower class as a way to mock the upper class, according to uh, the NPR. Bourgeois, bourgeois, B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S-I-E, and you can tell me how to pronounce it when, I, when we go live. The tradition says to specifically pop a grape in your mouth at each tolling of the bell at midnight, and if you finish all 12 before the bell is done, you will have good luck. However, since most of us are probably not near an old cathedral on New, Year, New Year's Eve and are instead watching the ball drop from the comfort of our living rooms, eating the grapes, the 12 grapes at your own pace is just fine. So that's it. That's why it was for today. The 12, uh, let me get back to this. Right here. Try these New Year's Eve food traditions to make your 2023 your luckiest year, year yet. And a quick recap. I get my computer to work here. There we go. Uh, eat black-eyed peas and collard greens. Eat pork, not chicken. Enjoy some soba noodles. Restock your pantry. <laughs> Dine on lentils. Don't take out the garbage. <laughs> and uh, lastly, but not at least, uh, eat 12 grapes at midnight at your own pace if you choose to do so. I'll remind you these calls are recorded and, and uh, saved on SoundCloud.com. Uh, if you go to SoundCloud.com, you can find ours by typing either my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, TR90, or Solutions for Anti-Aging. And with that, I'll open up the call. <laughs> I, think that's pronounced, I think that's pronounced bourgeois. So, oh, okay. So like, like the, the bourgeois... Uh, yeah. Everything else. I just okay. I just couldn't get there. in the morning. Yeah. That that the twelve grapes is very interesting. Well, in the Chinese tradition, eating long noodles signals long life. So I know that that's one of the things that they try to do for New Year's as well. They eat oh, okay. things from orange, orange and red. They give out envelopes of lucky money. And what else is it that they have? But many of those I've done, so I I empathize with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can definitely attest to the, the, whether, whether we were home busy or not. I knew my mom on New Year's Eve, she was making black IPs. And most likely collard, collard greens. That was a tradition uh, that her grandmother had, and she did it too. <laughs> well, one of my friends. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just say I don't think we we don't do it here in our house. I don't know if my brother or sister carried on that tradition or not. I'd be I'm gonna have to check with him this New Year's Eve just just out of curiosity. Now that I think about it. <laughs> well, in one of my eldest cousins' parents' godparents, actually. We did Hopping John when New Year's Eve at their house, so I remember that. And that that kiddo is now 31, so it's, you know, it's been a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right.
bye, everybody. I want to thank everybody for joining us. And uh, be, be remember to return again on uh, tomorrow and on Friday for uh, Susan and Victoria. And, and if I don't talk to you again between now and then, hey, make it a happy, happy new year. And we'll see you back here. Well, I'll see you all. I will see you all on Wednesday of next year. So uh, <laughs> take care. Be safe out there on the roads, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. All right, Frank. you guys. Take care. All right, guys, ladies. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.